Okay, so this is the last move in Cherish, as far as we know. I mean, there is a rumor we just started, we just made it up, that, that the whole thing is really a farce. It's a, it's a color war breakout for Sunday. For, um, but um, I'm assuming that that's not, that's not correct. Yeah. So you can speak to, speak to Bernie about it. Um, right. So uh, I just uh, share one thought, uh, a few thoughts. I, mean, I mentioned to you that Intel's when I was a boss, I remember I tell you, I, again, don't roll your eyes, please. Just, just don't do that. I, okay. um, when I was a boss, so they didn't have offshore buses. Uh, Tulsa Sheep was on a uh, six-acre campus uh, in a suburb of Cleveland called Wycliffe. Wycliffe had a populace of 22,000, probably still has, a populace of 22,000 people. Um, excitement, there's excitement in towns. The yeshiva used to send the, once a year. They would send the, you know something for all of the the, the 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 firemen, the policemen, the secretary, and the mayor's office, the bank tellers, etc. So one year I, I helped deliver it. So, so for the three police officers, and for the three firemen, and for the secretary, you know, you get the picture. It's it's like, you know. Uh, there used to be a, a TV show called Mayberry RFD. This, it was basically, that's what it was like. Um, so six months went there. You're in the six-acre campus for six, six, for six months. There's no off shops. There's people who do not walk up campus. They made it through, that they, they, they undertook, they're not going to go off campus for the whole winter. They're gonna, just going to be in Yeshiva for the whole winter. So, uh, what was off campus? I mean, Fridays, the guys have just to leave campus. You could go to, you could walk about 20 minutes, and there was a store called Gold Circle, and a Target of a sort. Uh, instead of a red, tar red circle, it was, it was a gold circle. But that was the idea. That was it. That was the excitement in the town. And there was a, there was a drug store like down the block, you know. Really exciting place. Six months, people didn't leave. Uh, I remember when they first introduced the Dibov Shabbos. Um, I remember I was still a bucker. I was pro probably fifth year, sixth year base matters when they introduced it, or I was a young man, I don't remember anymore. And the Shiva was Pasha at Oismench. The gift was Oismench. The other bay on the side of the Bakram are not, no longer comfortable or able to emotionally, mentally, mental health. Uh, stay for six months straight in, in, the, in, the, in the campus, and six months winter, five months winter. They needed, they needed an off Shabbos. Off Shabbos was middle of the winter. There was an off Shabbos. That was it. One off Shabbos. And the gift was ice man. He gave a shmuz afterwards. They, oh, they, the Hanhalo the voted against him, over, over, overrode him, and they instituted an off Shabbos. The next shmuz yeshiva was about. Terror is breath of life. So you want to take off a week break, a break from breathing. Built an off and ottoman. Right, and then we got a whole schmooze about that. Made us feel really good about the fact that we're taking off Shabbos. Um, you know, you need it for your mental health, but you feel so guilty and depressed after the time you're finished. I'm sure it helped. But, uh, you know, so. And these guys who sat on that campus. And the, and the older Bachar, when you were in Yeshiva, they were, he was talking, it, was, it, was a, it, was a bad, it was a badge of pride that they sat on the campus for five months straight with the Cleveland winter. 
time restraints, you know, without going off campus. The Shiva provide a lot of services. You know, they, they, had a, they had a barber, they had a Skymesh tenders, they, they had a cleaning, a cleaner, a dry cleaner thing used to pick up and, and drop off. They had a store which sold hats, scarves, gloves, mittens, boots. They had a swarm store. They had a doctor which came in once a week. They had a dentist which came. I mean, they made it, you didn't have to leave. There was a canteen. You didn't have to leave. But the Maisa, you were in the same Dalaramas for six months straight. Um, Shervish is not exactly like that. But there's some elements of, like, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere for some of you guys for quite some time. Um, and it has, it has challenges to it. But also there were some advantages to it. You know, you, you, you were able to immerse in a world where you were immersed in the world of Torah. There's nothing else going on over here. The cows are not so exciting. You know, uh, the neighbors, you know, are, the neighbors, are, they're, 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 you're not really interfacing with the neighbors in any real way except when you walk, drive down the road. You should better wave to them because they all will wave to you when they see you like you know, they never said for what, but it doesn't make a difference, you know, they're waving to you, you know, right? But well, that's the, the interface. It was, a, it was a tremendous, just to be misbehaved a little bit about, the, about what you gained. Just to about what you gained, you know, the, a, lot of the, a lot of the focus of Shemuzin is what's coming next week, you know, to deal with it, the transition, and the milas, and the, the challenges, etc. I just want to spend a little bit about what you gained. Uh, I always just say this, or Merkin says this over regularly, by Neil Sachag, that... So the belt sucked. So we can go on a yamtiv. And it sucked. It's a ring of kumun on yamtiv. Everybody says, you know, the yamtiv is leaving. As I'm saying, the yamtiv came. You have to sort of lock in. What did you gain? What were the things that you gained by, by this? And there was a camaraderie of the yeshiva, which uh, it wouldn't, it's, it's not as easy to, to generate that in Silver Spring or in any area with your, when you're, unless you're in an area together. You sort of like in your bubble together. This was these, and you learn to to, to connect. Yeshiva Rosh Hashem is a very diverse group, right? We believe in diversity and inclusion. Um, I didn't say equality, but we believe in diversity and inclusion. And Baruch Hashem, like the Olam, learned that you know the, the, you can appreciate other people's milas and over overlook. The Kisrenis, most of the time. Um, and, and become a, a, a beautiful unit together. Each, people, each person in the house is the other person. It's a beautiful thing. You know, that, 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 that was, to some extent, that happens wherever you are, but even more so because of the fact that you're isolated. It taught you what it means that, you know, that, there's, that there's a world where you can talk, be isolated in terror. And it's not... It's challenging sometimes, but there's a certain sweetness to that. Right? If you have to be locked up on a, on a desert island, at least you have, you have a safer. And that's something which a person can enjoy. There's a certain beauty to, to, to nature which a person can, can inter, to, to, to take a walk. It's a place to take a walk. And by us, the walk, you know, we're to take a walk. You can take a walk down the Sligo Creek Trail, but, you know, with, together with four million other people. Right. You can walk around the park. Uh, over here, you have a place to take a walk. It's a, it's a, when we first, when, when, before they built the new, the new part of the building, which is now about 15 years old, 
the front part of the building. Um, so Ramar and I didn't really have an office. So our, our office was the size of that table. Um, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, we used to eat breakfast in there together. Then when we had talked to Buffer, we would take them out to the park. And so Ramar and we had the biggest office in the whole yeshiva. Just the, 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 the air conditioning and the heating wasn't in the right, right season. You know, the air conditioning was in the, was, was in the winter and the heating was in the summer, which you would have preferred otherwise. We had the biggest office in Yeshiva. You take a walk with the buck around the, around the park and you schmooze with them. You sit down on one of the benches and you, you have a chance to talk. Because we didn't privacy in the building. There's no place to go in the building. Uh, in the, the, the old version of the building. Um, not that there's that much more now, but the same, but there was... There's a there's a there's a certain it's a bucolic setting you know it's 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 peaceful. For some bacharim that's a tremendous milo. Some some bacharim there's a big challenge. Different personalities. There's some one personality is you know works well with excitement and tumbling etc. One works very well with the the quiet you know gentle setting. And each person those people benefit. Those are the people learn how to deal with the challenge. And when you move Weitzer, it's going to be the opposite. So, the, um, so whispering is, it, it has a lot of distractions to it. There's no distractions here. That, that was the reason why these guys didn't leave, leave campus. You know, they wanted immersed in terror. Of course, you know, our would, you know would talk about their levels of immersion, what it was like, was like immersion in, in shtetl. I also think you've got to get an insight into the world of the shtetl from here. Fascinating, you know, my, my sugar allows Shalom to go up in a shtetl where come on, everybody in the shtetl was a relative. I mean, if they weren't when they started the shtetl, how many years? But, but seven generations later, they, they, you know, that was, that was the shtetl. Everybody was at least somebody's third cousin for sure, you know. They, they married in between everybody else. But they lived the world. They, they're born, they lived, and they died in this little shtetl. So they were, you know, there is. The challenge of the shtetl was this Crane Kabbaldik. Right? You know, there's a, a nusach in Yiddish called Beroigas. Beroigas is a Hebrew word, but the, 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 the Yiddish twist, you need the Yiddish twist for it. Beroigas means you didn't invite me to the chasna. I'll never talk to you again for the rest of my life. That's Beroigas, basically. Uh, right? You look at it like, what's, what's your problem? Like, you know, can move on my life. There's nothing else exciting in town. My sugar described to me that, you know, when the Magid came to town, that was exciting. The Magid would come, you know, they would have these Magidim, would come, like, you know, once, twice, three times a year, they would come through, and they, that was their pronouncement, so they would come and they'd say, Drasha. And usually they were pretty entertaining, and, you know, they would say some stories, etc. People would give them a little money, and we'd go to the next, next step and do the same thing. That was the big excitement of the year. Like, you know, yeah, that's the world that they lived in. You sort of understand a little bit what the, what the challenges of that are, just looking at here. You know, you, you, like you start picturing. Imagine you know, the, the big excitement in town is if the cows are you know, you know, crossing the street, right? They block the road. You know, like like Chaverim. Um, you know, when we had the, the mice in Chaverim with the with the. the, the so I was, we were concerned that they're going to be making some type of legal, uh, taking some type of legal action, you know, lawsuits, et cetera. So I put a Google alert on my computer for news from Fayetteville. Fayetteville, right? Something like that? 
Fannisburg, Fannisburg, Pennsylvania. So I get an alert from Fannisburg, Pennsylvania. Somebody died. I got a word from Manchester, Pennsylvania that, you know, so-and-so got engaged. They're opening a store. Like, that's the news in Fannisburg, Pennsylvania. Like, you know. You, know. you start, you know, you read these stories and you understand the, the immersion of it was, was a tr tremendous. But the challenge of the growth that a person has because they have a, they, 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 they see many different things in front of them and the, ch and the opportunities and the challenges and the distractions, but the, the great kind of, of looking at something. And there's a symptom which, which sometimes people get because they're, 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 they are so limited. She won't have to describe it. As I mentioned to you that the Chinon tells, the tells Rob didn't give the he's given by a shtetl near Tells. There was a rub there. It says, we're gifted to describe the size of the shtetl was like about the size of this table. That was the size of the shtetl. And the rub was a guy in Ireland. And he sat and learned all day. Because all the table have to do. If we deal with the young of the shtetl, you know, like, what, what's it to do? So he sat and learned all day. So usually, you know, you say it's, it's, it's because, because he didn't have distractions. So not having distractions is a phenomenal mile not having distractions means you don't have opportunities to expand and to grow. And you end up being these people which, you know, the biggest talk in town is whether you invited me or not. So they become gossips. Because there's nothing else to talk about. Like, what are you going to talk about? You live in Fantasy, Pennsylvania. What are you going to talk about? And you, sit on the, you sit on the stoop because all the houses have, the, you know, have their, their porches. Like, I was always going to drive by and see houses which have porches still, you know. And people actually sit on them, right, you know, in the summer, sit out, you know, and they talk. They talk about Mali and Annie, right, Mary, you know, that's what they talk about. What do they talk about? What are the news they don't talk about? So you become gossip. There's nothing to talk about. You become very, you're busy nosing that everybody else's business. So a, a, a big city, you don't even know the guy next to you, the guy next to you, you remember his name, forget about talking about them. That's the other extreme. There's, that's the challenges which you have, but that's the marvelous which you have. You don't have, uh, I mean, not, don't get me wrong, Silver Spring is not a big city. You know, it's half to Washington, D.C. Uh, I remember once a bucker came from New York and complained to me, he says, that, Rebbe says that, you know, he was there in the yeshiva like a very short time already. He says, you know, Rebbe, the pool hall closes at 10 o'clock at night. I didn't know that Silver Spring had a pool hall. I don't know how he found it so quickly. But he couldn't, he couldn't, his mind couldn't absorb that a pool hall should close at 10 o'clock at night. Because apparently where he came from, they don't close at 10 o'clock at night. So I said, well, those days Mar was 10.30. So I said, until 10.30, so, 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 you know, that's why, Mar, that's why we made Mar so late, because you should miss the pool hall. <laughs> Not that that would ever would have stopped him, but that's a different issue. Right? It is still... But there's a, there's a pizza store, 500 feet, 700 feet from Yeshiva. Is it a hangout? You know, Eichmer hangout. Masi Shabbos, it is. It closes at 9 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock at night. But it's there. Let's go, go down there for lunch. You know, let's go. There's things to do. Things to do are a mile because it takes away from the Simpson. 
things to do with our chesorim because it takes away from the zimsum. Milas and chesorinus, the situations have milas and chesorinus. What you had over here was it was 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 Mashon the Gazat, the, 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 the camaraderie, the the the, 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 achdus, the lack of distractions. It, 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 it's, it, it, you can't recreate it. You can't recreate it. You're gonna have to work on it. You know that's something you're gonna have to work on. You had a Aaron. Now this year, not less, but you know last year, this year a lot less. But last year, right? I mean. For the, he had it for the pickings, you know, whatever he wanted, he was here. You know, I, I understand what that is. Right? That's a tremendous thing that you, walk, that you were to have. And the guys who had it, you know, they took advantage of it. Just his presence, you know. You see, you see a person, who, you know, Hasmoda, you see you see Eitzah, you see Pichus, you see you see, you see, like, you see in front of you constantly. Revolver writes about, the, you know, the, the, one of the biggest challenges that you have uh, the person who's is, is, he's he's caught up the shana is an ama ordes. You need to be mishamash in chachamim. So you know Eretz Israel, you, you join Yeshiva X, and there's a thousand bachim in Yeshiva X. So what, where where are you mishamash in chachamim? Mishamash in chachamim is, is you see a person up front, it's up close. You see the person's malice. You see, the person is not perfect, but he's still Tamachacha. One of the biggest miles I had with all my years in Yeshiva was, the, was that lesson. You don't think perfect to be an Olam Gadol. Because nowadays, that's how it works. If you have Olam Gadol and you find one thing you did wrong, he's always Olam Gadol. He's, he's like, the Bereshim does allows for Shubha, but not human beings. Right? He's always. And I, I saw Rebbeim, my Rebbeim weren't perfect. Right? You can't write those stories in the, in the biography. But they weren't perfect, but that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be, a, be an Adam Goggle. It's very important to know that because you want to be to home yourself, but you know you're not going to be perfect, so I might as well give up already because why, like, why try? Well, I, I see it, it works. But you can't, you can't hop it from the Vitans. For the Vitans, everything looks, looks very rosy. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, there's a fascinating Nusra from the Chazanish. I once had a Meissen tells, like, the back, you know, so, some Bachar was sitting and they were saying Lashon Hara about one of the Shashivas, as Bachar sometimes do. Uh, I walked by and, you know, at this point in time I was, I was already, I was already, I was already asking shadows in yeshiva at that point in time. So I wasn't, you know, I was already in my thirties. These guys were a good ten years younger than me. So I walked by, I said, you know, there's a halacha I've been searching for for a long time. I know it exists, but I haven't found it yet. So they said, what? It says, there's a halacha which says, if a person has a white beard and he sits in the miserable mount, you let us know about him. <laughs> I know that because I see it happens all the time, so it must be true. I just never found the makor. You want to share me, share me with you, maybe you know where the makor is. That's what I told the guy. Um, they got the hint, and they, they stopped. But there's a Chazanish. The Chazanish says that Klaisel needs to know who their Gedar Lamar, and if a Taka person is not a Gadol, and a Taka, it, it's something which Taki is up to perfect with, they need to know that. I, Lashon Hara, Klaisel needs to be, be, be confident in their Gedar 
and this person talk is not right to be a person that they need to know that because otherwise they're going to rely on somebody that they shouldn't rely on that damages to elders they should know that they, it's not written anywhere this Chazanish but it's Musara that the Chazanish such a thing says such a thing so basically he said this happens if you have a white beard he said well, this is a fact you'll also hear about the thing uh if it depends on your chazanish or not. You have to know what the shear is, you know. <laughs> What's the shear lush and her? Like, how, how much you have to say? Do you have to say? So, you, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a tremendous thing. Shabbos does it. Right? He sits there, you know, people talk to him. He's, he's not as accessible as you, right? That's the German. Settle back in, in Silver Spring, uh, things will be a little better, you know, they thought that. But you can't understand how much you gain by Shimon Shimon I look back, the, there's so much I understood about where you put up the gauge and where you don't put up the gauge and what's important, what's not important. Not from, not from, you don't get it from reading the Mishnah Burr, you don't get it from the Shulchan you don't get it from the Mishnah You get it from seeing people who, have a, have a shikol adas, have a bona fide shikol adas. What to stress, what not to stress. There's a reason why a person wants to go into the world of rabbanis. He needs shimush. It's not just to learn halachas. To learn halachas, I can I can pick out a, pick, a, pick up a zefer. But the when, the what, how much, when to push, when to pull, you know, th- th- those type of things. When when they move out there, you need shimush. So that's true when you're passing with somebody. It's true when you're uh, hug in life, you know. How much do you, do you focus on something? How much do you stress? And not each person is different. You have to learn. You have to figure. You have to ask. The opportunity of Shemesh Shemesh that you had here, I, the oil has to be marked very much. It was a Meshul the Gazaf. I think between the Rabar and myself and Ray Kreiser, you, 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 you hear stories. Why do we say, we say so many stories about our event? For that reason, I, I want you to get a picture of what they look like. Right? Some of them are cute, some of them are scary. You know, right? I tend to say the cute ones more than the scary ones. I used to say was the scary ones more than the cute ones when I first came to Jesus. But they, they, uh, I, I, I reformed in Silver Spring. Um, the shoes and I said when I first came to Shiva, you guys pushed it, you know, like, you know, just wipe you out, so it's not the game, so I can't do that. Like you pick up a tzuras adam, a tzur of an adam gadol. If you look back, you think about it. There's lessons that you learn. There is hadracha that you gain just from just from watching, without even asking, just seeing it again and again. And when yes, and when no, you start absorbing teres chayim. Ter is is a is a, is a safer. The 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 the, the is, is 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 he's a chelik of Torah. That's 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 an extraordinary nakuda. There's a the, the Ramban and his akdama to to to, to Nukhamis, and he says that one of the the miles of Torah is that there's no mayfes chaytech. There's no no definitive proof to a, to a, to a, to, a, to a shiloh. You can't come to come up to a, a clear, unbeatable final riot. 
in the sugya. So what's the, why is that a mile? So math, you have to, there's an answer. There's right or wrong. In science, many times there's right or wrong. There, no, there's no right or wrong. Everything's, everything's good. That's a mile. Why is that a mile? It sounds like a concern, right? It's felt in emis. Imagine a zay. Imagine I'm an author and I'm trying to write, write a manual for something. Writing a manual. And, you know, to write every single detail in the manual is just going to, it's, it's going to be very, very, just too big, too much. You can't cover everything. But I know my readers. I, 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 this is a very, very specific group of people. There's 100 people in the world who deal with this issue. I'm writing, I know these people. I know their nature. And I know if I write certain words, Mr. A, Dr. A, Professor A will read it one way. Professor B will read it the other way. I want both things to be true. So I'm going to write it in such a way that both people will, will hear out what they, they have to hear. Is that a chastorin or a maila? The genius of that. That I can write it in such a way that both people will hear exactly what they have to hear. Because I know how they're going to read it. So up front, I put into the words, words which will allow both points to be brought out without even writing it. Relying on the fact that the parties which are reading it will get the message based on their intelligence and their background and their nature and their culture and everything which they have. They're going to figure out exactly what I want them to figure out. That's the God of the power. Each person is given a part of the, part of the job to figure out what has to be figured out. So the Talmud Chacham X, Basil comes along and says, this is what the Torah is saying. Mishama said, this is what the Torah is saying. Both were supposed to be figured out. And the Russian made Basil's people and made Beishamai people to get those messages. And the Russian want both messages to be true because there's times when you need this one and times you need that one. Psak is a challenge. So what do you do? But along the way, that each person is given a, a, a role to play to bring out part of what Torah is saying, Psh. that's what it means to be a Tamachachim. He's bringing out part of what Torah is he's, he's taking what Torah says and making it real. He's bringing it to, to reality. He's concretizing and, and crystallizing a, a point which wasn't, well, wasn't, won't be there without it. That's what it means the person has a chedek in Torah. And you have to be the Chomet, the, the Taka playing that role. You, you, that's why you need Shimush. You, you need to see how, how you can take Torah and make it alive. It's part of who you are. So just some of the thoughts, just the things to think about, you know, that, that the Elam had. And uh, you're taking them with you. You, you. you don't lose them. Yeah, they're ending, some of them. Right? Some of them you're going to see, see if you can recreate them in a different fashion, in a different set setting. And some will do better, some will do not, not as well. But the opportunity was, the, the, the car said, sorry for the opportunity. And what you gained, if a person has to be misburdened in that, just, just, just uh, take, make sure that you, you, you understand what you've gained and, and you take it with you. And each person, I think, should make it own cheshba and nefesh. Like, what was it like to be in the yeshiva of, of greater Adamstown, you know? Right? What'd you get out of it? What'd you gain from it? And, yeah, Part of what's going to happen is you're going to change the situation and you're going to miss some of the things. Some things you're going to appreciate they are not the same. Some things you're going to miss. And the point is not to fetch about the fact they didn't have it. The point is to appreciate the fact that you did have it. I'll just end with the following. 
Right? This is a thought which plays itself out in, in, many, in many scenarios. Right? There was a year that lived in service Bank. He was a retired rob, retired rob. He moved into me near his child. His wife passed away. They were married like, I don't know, 60 years. And I was trying to wrap my head around the idea that he's going to go home to an empty apartment. For 60 years, he went home and his wife was there. And he's going to go home today and t- this next day, and there's nobody there. He's all by himself. So he took out a Gomorrah Yerbamba, so he said, I'm going to That's what he did. But there's a, there's a hole in his heart. The hole in his heart that, that he's missing something is because he had something of value. And you can't keep things of value. They end. But that's much better than never having the thing of value because I don't, I don't want that hole in my heart. So I'd rather never have this experience. The experience of what it means to have such, such a, a life with somebody is gonna, there's, a, there's, a, there's a price to pay. That somebody at the end of it there are, there are some couples which both pass it away at the same time or very close to each other. Many couples, one of them is, sits for, for years afterwards by themselves. And it's very lonely. It's much more lonely than what was start, the starting point because they knew what it was and they, and, they, and, they, and they miss it. That's still better, though, than not ever, never having had it. So you're going you're to go back to the silver screen and say, there's things that you miss. You're right, you do miss them. So what, what, what's the other option? The reason why you miss them is because you had something extraordinary, something special, and you missed it. So focus on the fact that you had something extraordinary, something special. Uh, uh, the verse says that uh, this is a thought which I, I, I say over regularly when I go to the Nachum It says, what does the word Nichum Avelim mean? What, is, what does the word Nichum mean? So verse, the end of Parsons, Beratius, Rashi says, so Rashi says, the verse from Haram so Nichum is a change of thought. So he says like this, the word Avel is from the word Avel, which means but. This person, from this point in his life onwards, there's always a but. The husband's wife passes away, the, wife passes, the parent passes away. You're making a simcha, but Zadie is not here. There's always going to be that Avel. From this point onwards in their life, there's always going to be something missing. There's always an Avel. That's what Avelis is. There's a hole in their heart. But there's a second Avel. But think about what the, how much you gained that you had it. And Nikum Avelim is the process of moving the person's thought from the first Avel to the second Avel. To change the thought. Nikum Avelim is to change the thought. To change the thought from the Avel, number one. Oh my gosh, I'm missing so much. To Avel, look how much you had. Look how much you gained from such a lifetime. And so it's the two avels. The nichum avelim is the nichum of the change from avel number one to avel number two. So I want the focus should be that we should focus on not how much we were missing, but how much we gained. The focus should be on the second avel, not the first avel.